Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am Pierrica Patterson and I'm discussing all of the ways that my mental health issues impact my ability to be successful. What is my vision for my life? Oh my, it's so grand, it's so beautiful, it's so wonderful. And actually, for the most part, all of my dreams have come true. No, none of my mental health issues have actually stopped me from achieving what I wanted to do, but they've had they've had an impact. I've actually had to redirect some of the paths that I take in order to get there so as normal people might use formal education, networking, and um, their charisma <laughs> to achieve their goals. I've had to take a little bit longer to do things on my own. I'm a team of one person and I managed to lead a group of people online because that works best for me because I'm not a social person. I don't have great social skills. I'm very intelligent, however, I can't express that intelligence in a corporate environment or in an office environment because it does not work out for me. That doesn't work. So in all the ways that the average person or the normal person would prosper, I have a lot of skills. I'm gifted. Most people who meet me call me a genius, to be honest with you. However, it will never be formally recognized by the people who are in a powerful place because I'll probably never be around them because of my lack of social skills and my mental health issues. But that's okay because on even on a small scale, even on, you know, um, even by my own standards, I'm doing fine. I'm making all my dreams come true and I'm enjoying my life. Every day I wake up and I do exactly what I want to do. Sometimes I'm a little nervous because month to month, you know, I I don't work a nine to five and I have not worked a nine to five since 2012. That was the last time I worked a nine to five job. And ever since then, I've been managing to take care of myself. (laughs) Barely, but doing it and getting better at it every year. And um, I'm doing all right. And I'm happy with where I am in my life. And even though I have these mental health issues that won't go away, anxiety, depression, bipolar, PTSD, autism, I I can see myself in so many of them. Um, Also in obsessive OCD. And I never really saw myself as OCD. I used to be very proud, like, okay, at least I'm not OCD. I might be 50 other other, um, mental health issues. Issues, but I'm not OCD until recently when I was chatting online with a member of a mental health community and I was explaining, you know, my thoughts and she was like, oh, that's obsessiveness. And I had no idea that OCD could relate to thoughts as well. Well, in that case, most definitely, I definitely have obsessive thoughts. I am obsessive sincerely about everything that I'm into and the reason why I decided to create this podcast tonight was because I was just thinking about cocaine yes cocaine the drug because I had a guy tell me when I was back in LA he told me an interesting story and I'll never forget it he said Tierica 
And I'll never forget this because we were downtown LA sitting at a sushi place and we were looking out the window out to the street. He said, Tierica, if I go outside right now and I murder somebody and they come and take me away and put me in jail for life, he said, if you came to visit me and asked me what, I, what did I regret most about my life, I would say it was the fact that I tried cocaine. He made it so serious. He was saying that that drug is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. So although I've never tried cocaine and I've never thought about trying cocaine because I don't see the point of it. I don't see the point of doing drugs. You know, I'm just, I just feel like if you know you're a leader, you know, people are watching you, you know that you have responsibilities. You need to keep a sober mind. I think that's important. And for that reason alone, and also for the other reasons of every time I see people who do drugs, I never want to be like them. I don't want their life results. So why would I do that? Why would I do that? So even though I have smoked weed in the past, you know, I refuse to do it now because I also realize that it, it takes away my fun. I'm paranoid. I'm acting weird. I'm thinking everybody's looking at me. All kind of it doesn't it doesn't enhance my time in any way. So I don't want to do it. But if I did do cocaine, (laughs) I would be obsessive. I would probably overdose. Because I can't just do something a little bit. If I drink wine, I have to drink the bottle. When I was smoking cigarettes, I have to smoke the whole pack in one day. I can't just have a little bit of anything. I can't just love somebody just a little bit. I can't just hate somebody just a little bit. I can't just crush on somebody just a little bit. I can't just eat one little piece of the cake. I'm excessive. And my son actually said that to me the other day when I saw him. He took a a lift ride to my home to come visit me. And I was standing in the parking lot waiting for him and cheering. (laughs) Because I was happy to see my baby and... I feel like who wouldn't want someone standing there cheering when they walk up? Like, I would love for somebody to cheer for me, to see me, to smile when they saw me. I don't have anybody in my life that I see on a regular basis, but if I did, it would be nice. And I think about that from time to time. I want somebody who smiles when they see me, when they're happy to see me. Hey! And I don't get that because I spend all the time by myself. So I was cheering for my son as he came to visit me, like literally jumping up and down, cheering and dancing. And he was like, you're, you're excessive. <laughs> I am. But you know what? That excessiveness, obsessiveness, it was drives me to complete all of my goals. It's the reason why I'm the author of 11 books. It's the reason why I have four websites. It's the reason why I run multiple coaching programs. It's the reason why I'm able to support myself without a nine to five because I am obsessive. I go from one project to the next, interrupting each other sometimes, but I get everything I need to get done with no excuses. I don't make excuses. I don't blame anyone else. I get it done. And when things don't happen the way that I need them to happen and something falls short, I can't blame myself either because I know I did what I need to do. I don't short. I don't, I'm not lackluster. I'm not one of those people who just give a little bit of effort I'm obsessive so since I'm obsessive 
anything that I set my mind on, it's going to happen. Every goal that I have, every wish that I make, everything I want to create, it's going to happen because I'm obsessive. And I'm not going to stop thinking about it. And I'm not going to stop moving my hands until it gets done. So is being obsessive a bad thing? Only if you direct your obsessiveness towards bad things, things that that are not productive for you, things that are harmful for you, like drugs or being obsessive about people who don't love you. I've done that in the past been obsessive about someone who didn't give a damn about me but I'm obsessive because I yearned for their love but I learned to redirect my obsessions to things that's gonna make me some money and that's gonna actually benefit me I will read and read and read all day business tips I will watch inspirational stories I will read history stories about history about um, change makers leaders obsessive What I try not to do is obsess over the dark thoughts, the depression times when they happen, they really happen because when I'm obsessive, I'm obsessive. I can't be obsessive by one thing and not the other. So I have to take control over where I allow my mind to focus the attention. And I realize that I can redirect my thoughts. I can see where I'm going. Oh, look where you're going. You're trying to feel sad. You're trying to feel bad. There's no reason to. You have a beautiful home. You're healthy. You have beautiful sons. Everything is fine in this moment. You don't need to go there. Think of something else. I'm grown enough and strong enough to be able to do that. So even throughout all my obsessions, I can say stop. And if you're going to be obsessive right now, be obsessive about this book you need to finish writing, your 12th book. If you're going to be obsessive, be obsessive about cleaning up. If you're going to be obsessive, then walk five miles instead of four. Be obsessive about things that's going to push you to be a better woman. And I do that. So I'm obsessive. I own it. And it helps me. You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica Patterson. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you soon.